Good morning, and welcome to today's reading following the Bible in One Year 2023 with Nikki Gumbel's reading plan. This is on the Version Bible app. You can find it there. We start out with Psalm 35, 11 to 18. You ever had folks that you thought that they were your friends, but when you needed them, that they not only weren't there for you, but that they turned on you? This is addressed in this part of Psalm 35. Being falsely accused makes us ill, especially from those that we have supported before, and then they're not supporting us. And this portion ends with uh, asking God to protect us from these, and quote, I will praise you before all the people. So I think the takeaway here is that when you need it, Friends, they weren't there, but God is always there. Then we get back to Luke. Luke 2, 41 through 52, Jesus' parents attended the Passover festival in Jerusalem annually. It's not clear if Jesus was there with them all the time or if they just went alone while Jesus was growing up. But when Jesus was 12, he was there with them. I just wonder, too, though, that if he had been there beforehand during the intervening years, if anybody else had recognized him as the Messiah like those two in the temple before. We're not told that, I guess. Anyway, Jesus stayed in Jerusalem when Mary and Joseph left after the end of the day. It seemed like it was a whole bunch of travelers around, and and, and it's a little hard to believe that they, Mary and Joseph, didn't realize that Jesus wasn't with him. But think about it. It's like he's 12 years old at this time. This is 12 years old back then, as opposed to 12 years old now. Um, a 12-year-old back then was more or less autonomous, considered an adult, or very close to it. Um, it's a different society today. But anyway, they went back to Jerusalem, I'm thinking at night, they couldn't find him for three days. It's interesting, three days. Until finally they found him talking with religious leaders in the temple. And he was asking questions and answering. And he was just basically, his knowledge was on par with them, which, which amazed them and amazed Mary and Joseph. But Mary and Joseph were also both frantic and relieved when they, as their parents, found him. To which Jesus replied, Hey, why, why were you so frantic? Quote, did you not? Didn't you know I must be in my father's house? So I found that interesting. But his parents didn't understand the meaning. I found that interesting too. They, they, I believe, know because of what Gabriel said, Jesus, who he is and what he's there for, or at least a portion of it. And then a final line here that's interesting too. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. This mirrors that line similar from the manger in Bethlehem regarding Mary's heart as well too. It's interesting. Anyway, Numbers 7, 66 through 89. We're continuing on the tribal leaders offering um, up offers, <laughs> starting with the tribe of Dan and finishing then once all that's done, then a whole inventory of what was given. And then the Lord spoke to Moses with a voice that Moses heard from between the cherubim above the ark's cover. This is where 
Moses continuously at this point in time now talked with God, whereas before it was just a couple of trips up the mountain, I gather. Now, Numbers 8 begins with more instructions, now for the tabernacle, lamps, and how to illuminate the area. And then the Levites are dedicated via detailed instructions, starting with how to become ceremonially clean. The Levites are reserved for the Lord, claimed for himself in place of all the firstborn sons of the Israelites. And at that point in time, when I read this, I had an aha moment. Maybe you did too. Remember the reading from March 15th, Numbers 3 where there was an extra 273 firstborn Israelites redeemed with pieces of silver above the 20,000 Levites, which I didn't quite understand any of that back then, but now I do, because in, in the context that now the Levites are set aside for the Lord in place of the firstborn. So now think a little bit more broad now about the context and the elevation and the evolution rather of the sacrifice concept, starting with Abraham and Isaac, and then through now numbers, and then climaxing with Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. So it gives it a little bit more of a fuller overall um, understanding, I think, of the whole story. Numbers 9, 1 through 14, the Lord instructs Moses to tell the Israelites, assuming that he's getting these instructions now right above the ark, to observe the Passover, the first after Israel's departure from Egypt, but there was an issue. Some of the men were defiled because they touched a dead body. And according to the new laws, you could not participate in the Passover if you were unclean. The solution from the Lord was that they wouldn't be denied celebrating the Passover, only delayed one month, since it was not of their doing that they became unclean. But the addition, additionally, the instructions were clear that if one decides just not to celebrate the Passover at the assigned time, they will be cut off from the community. That's it for today. We'll pick this up again tomorrow and live today as if he's coming back today. Mm-hmm.